0: Welcome to another edition of The Comedian's Table here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. I'm your host, Brian Major. The Comedian's Table, for those of you that are unaware, in every comedy venue there is a table set aside for the comedians to sit around before, after, during the show, just hang out, chat, BS, etc. And that's what this is. Since I'm not doing comedy anymore... I still like that. I, I still like to hang out with comedians, <laughs> and that's what, what this doing,
1: is. Ryan? Are you writing a script?
0: Screenplay. My bad. Actually, it's on hold right now. <gasps> oh, are you in hiatus? <laughs> no, no, no. It it's uh, you know how well I don't know if you know this, but a screenplay, one page of a screenplay, has to equal equals one minute of screen time. So the average length of a screenplay is 90 to 100 minutes, ninety two hundred pages. So, I worked out the story. I have it in the beginning, in the middle, and, you know, the story. And a, do you have a denouement? What's that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's where they wrap everything up at the end.
0: Oh. Do, you do figure- I have an ending? Yes, I have an ending. <laughs> do you figure out who the killer
1: is. <laughs> No, it's after when they figure out what the killer is. Oh, by the way, I'm Mike McGuire. Who are you? Mm,
2: yes, yeah, so I'm Mark Wheeler. <laughs> Sorry, tonight my guests are <laughs> Mark Wheeler, Mike McGuire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so what I did, I, when I got all the story, how I wanted it, all the pieces were in place. I started, like I, I wrote down, like I have like 27 scenes. And then it was just a matter of writing the dialogue for the scenes. And so I did that and I got towards the end of the story and I was like, count of the pages 27 handwritten pages now, Trans- that so i transfer
1: walking as well or 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 like I, I when you see a script you say oh uh joe walks to the left and blah blah yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. Kind of it's thing.
0: got all the action lines it's got all the scene descriptions like where it takes place exterior radio station evening all
1: that stuff are, are it we, only
0: filled up 27 so pages. It's a part of it? short film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or is this part of it? He said radio station early evening? As,
2: as an example. Are we in a, <laughs> a movie right now?
1: Isn't that meta or something like that? It, yes. Oh, okay. But a denouement is actually not the climax. It's it's when you wrap everything up. It's at the, the post script. Right. It's exactly. Well, that was fun. Yes. What, what are you going to do? Oh, I'm going to go live with my uh, wife who is 90 years older than me in a different timeline. Stuff like that.
0: Is that like when the the, the cop wraps it, puts a towel around Bruce Willis and they walk off into the... Much, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Pretty That's much, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I have a... Denouement. <laughs> <laughs> That's French.
2: <laughs> for... Uh, what? I don't know. You're <laughs> French, the end. No. Oh, but you lived in Montreal. I lived in Montreal for a, a fair amount of time. I... I used to be fluently bilingual, but having left the province and having no one to speak to in French, I've lost a lot of the language. Mais
1: non. Mais oui, monsieur. Je <laughs> n'ai perdu beaucoup de la
2: langue.
1: Yo entiendo... Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> wrong language. That would not be French. Yo entiendo español muy bien, gracias.
2: Donde este el baño de caballeros?
1: Uh, a la derecha. Bueno. <laughs> Our host is looking at us, funny.
2: (laughs) And so,
0: if I were to transfer it over, like type it out, I don't think it would equal ninety pages. So I've got to like figure out more scenes to add to it, just make the story fuller. Mm -hmm. But a lot of writing a screenplay is a lot of thinking about it. Oh yeah, It's not actually writing. Yeah. So
1: that's where I'm at again. Mm -hmm. So it's not on hold. You're just expanding it now.
0: Expanding it, yeah, just building okay. on it more. But in the meantime, <laughs> I, it, it is, I have put it aside because I'm working on something else. I submitted a video to Tell Us Story Hive because uh, they're funding 30 indigenous new and emerging filmmakers from British Columbia and Alberta. And you have to submit a video, um, a video pitch, and which I've done because the deadline was like June 28th.
1: Was this Powell pitch? No. Oh okay.
0: tell a story, Hive. I'm aware of uh what you're talking about, but that's that's for entrepreneurs, correct? Yes. This is for new and emerging filmmakers. Which and one are you? New. Okay. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so <laughs> I've I, I, emerged he's already. Still in this cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea the idea I submitted was about the BIPOC comedians of Prince George. Um because for long like I I'm I have the reason I have you guys in here is because you're the two of the longest serving comedians. In
1: Prince George, is
2: other he than to say other that than I'm old, is that what I this was is? gonna
0: say
1: that I was gonna say that, but the weathered <laughs> veterans. And you just be clear, longest serve. Mark, Mark serving. is not bipoc. No, that is true. No, no, no.
2: <laughs> Probably the
0: furthest thereof. <laughs> You're here to give like a history of Prince George comedy scene, it's because because <laughs> if you recall, if you recall, I was like the only bipoc comedian until Montessi. Mon- longo came along. Other than yourself, because when did you start doing the Métis jokes?
1: Uh, Really early on. Like,
2: really? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You bet. I remember hearing them during the Kinsman stand-up for charity shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but I've there's been,
0: been like, what, 16, 17, 18?
1: How many? 27. In Prince George? Yes. 27 in Prince George and about another 10 or 15 around the province.
2: So how early did you start hearing them? It was probably when the. When did you start
1: telling
0: them?
2: Either or. <laughs> um, uh, I, I think it was probably the seventh or eighth show. Right, that about I was three minutes in. into my set. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think it was at the two minute and 45 <laughs> <laughs> second. Roll, mark, roll, actually. roll the tape.
1: Roll the tape. tape. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing Metis stuff quite a while. My, my first time I ever on stage, like for a, a not a paid gig, but where people paid to come in, um, was at Art Space. And I remember being under the lights and thinking, oh, okay, it's typically I'd have my hands against the wall and spread-legged because uh, <laughs> of the bright
2: lights. <laughs>
0: so I met you when me and Cliff Paul did the University Pub. Uh, you had Facebook me or emailed me asking for a spot? Do you recall? Oh, no,
1: no it, it was it was earlier than that. It was, That was in Terrace. You and Cliff Paul were in Terrace. I just happened to be in Terrace at the time. And said, "Hey, uh, you're doing a show. Do you mind if I have a spot?" And you, uh, for some reason, we couldn't do it that night, but you were going to Smithers the next day, and you uh-huh. said, "Oh, great!" And I said, "Well, I can't get make it to Smithers." But that's when you and Cliff Paul were at the Best Western in Terrace. Yeah. So I don't know how many years ago that was. <laughs> Cliff was obviously still alive at that
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> Roll that w- might have been 2009. <laughs> actually, if he wasn't, that's, that's the, a show I would have loved to have seen. <laughs> <laughs> I, but prior to that, we did the university. No, did, I'd, did you, I had did never you, met did you.
1: you. I'd never met you at that point. Okay. Well, cause,
0: because Devin Flynn, that was hit, the impetus for him wanting to do stand-up comedy. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 and I remember him in the, in the audience because... We did two shows. We had to do one show in the afternoon and then in the daylight in the atrium, you know, that central yeah. port part of the unit. They set up chairs. We, we didn't have a stage. We, stu- we, we were on those like carpeted stairs mm-hmm. between the two uh, theaters. Yeah. And it was a free show. Uh, Devin Flynn was there. I think that might have been 2008. I'm not sure. But how
1: long, how long have you been doing doing this? It was my, my f- sister's 50th birthday, and she is now 62, so 12, Twelve years. 12 years? Yes. So
0: 2010,
1: because
0: it's 2020
1: yes. right now. Yeah, she would have been, her, her But birth-
0: 2009, we were in Terrace. That's when me and Cliff were in Terrace.
1: Okay, then it was two thousand nine. It was it was it was right around then because the first one we did was how I got into comedy. First one, what thing? First stand up for charity. We didn't okay. even call it stand up for charity. The first first couple times, we were having a a, con, a comedy contest to see who was going to open for Scott Dumas 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 anyway Scott, and uh, <laughs> so we Riverstone Pub was open then we decided to have an open mic a contest to see find three people to open for for scott Scott. and um the day before we thought well we don't think we gotta have any have anybody um signed up and so i said well well, i'll do it so we got there we did have eight or six or eight people signed up one of them was gaskin as a matter of fact
0: chris gaskin local comedian Former, uh, former local comedian.
1: Exactly. Uh, he's still a comedian. He's just formerly local. Oh, right. Former, former local. Former local. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify. <laughs> um, and that's when I met Joey Berge and Tristan Reinswine. Yes. And... Uh, So that was the first time that I... Were those the
0: three that moved on or to open? No,
1: Tristan, Joey, and some other dude who at the time we didn't realize stole everybody's, a whole bunch of jokes beat out Gaskin for third place. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, (laughs) terrible. Um, And so that was the first time I ever did comedy and then we did the stand-up for charity and then Joey and Tristan invited me out to a showcase at Art Space. Shortly after you that,
2: you were there for that one because that was my first time on stage. They were looking for people to put something together at Art Space, right? And there were what eight or nine comics, and six of us had never done it before.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's thing. right. Yep. Yeah, you, me, uh, Scott, the clown dude.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, I think that's the only time he's ever actually. Yes performed stand-up, which is a shame. It is. He was good. Yeah. Uh, Scott. I'm blanking on names at the moment.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. He, well, he's, isn't he, uh, he's, well, he's in the improv, <laughs> improv group, And his name is Scott. What's and the he's improv redhead.
2: It's Improv Shmimprov. Okay. That I can remember. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it Scott McKay, yes. I'm, I'm sitting across from a McGuire Mag- and going, that's not right, that's not right. That's- <laughs> McKay, that's it. Yeah. And uh, there was... Uh, what, why did you call him the clown guy? Because he's a professional clown. He oh. actually he actually <laughs> <Yeah. Okay>. he <laughs> actually took the course, graduated the program, and yeah, I can Which course? It, the clown, clown course. The clown course. a uh, clown, college? <laughs> clown Is that college? college? I mean it's it's not the, the, the Ringling brothers or the Barnum and Bailey thing, but it's it was uh one of the schools in Vancouver. Yeah. Hmm. He's accredited. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know you had to be. <laughs> That's
1: kinda of like a chiropractor, really. Yes. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Chiropractors, are are they really doctors? You know, oh. air quotes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, <Yeah. laughs> so none of those guys are
1: obviously doing it anymore. Joey moved. Well, okay, so, so here's how I got into it. So right around that time, um, that's when Nancy O started comedy. And there was basically four... People that did comedy on a regular basis. It was Joey Berge, Julia Schliemann, Tristan Weinstein, and me. And Nancy O started doing comedy. They were doing two shows a month, and they needed three openers per. And so we rotated for the first three months. And then, like, literally all three of those people left town within a month.
0: Hmm.
1: Joey moved to uh, Nanaimo. Nanaimo. Julia moved back east and Tristan actually went to Nanaimo as well. And so the only person who, did, who uh, was in town that doing st- stand up regularly was me. And that's how you became like yeah. the house MC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, only legitimate the only legit <laughs> MC in town.
2: <laughs> and then you started dragging other people in. Yes, <clears throat> yes. And and that's how I, I met you because well, you because you you, relationship. you you pestered me a couple of times. I was like, I'm not good enough for this. I'm not good enough for this. And it was like, well, come on out. And I did a couple of the open mics. Turns out he was right, <laughs> which is which, oh, which is which is true because I'm <laughs> not <laughs> going to deny it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. I, I went, I <laughs> went <to> clap <laughs> I went to clap
0: my hands and I hit the mic. <laughs> That was good. Oh, yes. You. Perfect radio host. <laughs> huh. And uh, because yeah. did we meet at Nancy O's? Probably, yep. Yeah. Because the first Nancy O's I did was either Carter, Carter Horde, or Erica. Erica Sigurdsson, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because I, are are, are, uh, who was it? It was, yeah, it was one of those. Do you remember, like, how, like, how?
1: I don't remember who it was, uh, but I know it was it was early on. It was probably within six months of okay. of them starting their comedy.
0: Because yeah, I think I returned. I think I knew Carter and Erica from Vancouver, right? So I remember Carter greeting me like, "Hey," I'm like, "What?" <laughs> we who know are you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, we, we yeah, we did have a bit of a relationship because we did a show to, a few shows together. Gaskin put on a show in Surrey. By the Skytrain in some pub and Carter was headlining. Mm-hmm. He did that joke about you know when someone goes to the washroom, like, "Hey, we should all like, oh yeah, uh, everybody I just know. get up and leave." <laughs> yeah, no, there hasn't uh, been a comedy show here in for years. <laughs> um, <laughs> you remember that?
1: And there's so many you know, like everybody and The guy stands, sits down, or whatever. You know when he goes to the bathroom and he comes back and everybody cheers for him.
0: Did you used to have one of those signs on a trailer outside the Kinsman on fifteenth uh, on Fifth Avenue, advertising the stand we up for charity? We did that.
1: I, someone donated a sign for us. We did one of the earlier on ones. We didn't like. I think stand it was up. John for Char- Bueller. It was yeah,
0: because I I used to, I think I was still in university at the time. No, it wasn't. But I'd go by that sign, and I was like, oh, I should. I should ask to be a part of that, but I saw John Bueller because I knew John Bueller at this time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Mm, do I really want to
1: (laughs) (laughs) To work with Bueller? You mean? (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's why I never contacted the Kinsman, but I think it was soon after. Like, I I can't
1: remember the first. That was one of the really early on. The first one we ever did was Scott Dumas. Second one was Paul Meyerhog. And Bueller might have been the third or fourth. Toby Hargrave was in there. Because like
2: I, I was there, I was one of the openers for for John because I remember us sitting at the table before the show and he's doing his bit and he stops and he looks at me and it was like, what's with the hair? <laughs> he says, I'm jealous of your freaking hair. He didn't say freaking, but it was that. And, it uh. was the, and then he found out that I had a wife. And he goes, you got that hair and you got a woman? Man! <laughs> <Bueller>. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's bald. It's balding. <laughs>
0: Do you remember were you around when the Shiznit was around? Norm Coyne had a at a comedy club in the old was it the Simon Fraser Yeah, inn? I think yes. I went
1: to that once. Um, to you paid to go see a show. Yeah. You mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do stand up there. What, what I re- were were what, you what, doing stand up at the time? No, no. This okay. was that was probably holy mackerel twenty years ago. No, or, I, or I was more. doing
0: I was doing comedy at the time. So it would have been before 2003.
1: Yeah. So that's 20 years ago. 19. <laughs> oh my. 20-ish years ago. <laughs> but and the, So here's the thing but about they, that. Uh, I don't remember who the comic was, but, um, but I remember, I forget who, who I was there with, the girl I was there with. And, uh, this group comes in and she went, "Oh my goodness!" I said, "What?" I said, "That's a swingers club." She said, "That's a swingers club." <laughs> How the did she club? know? Uh, I don't know, but um, <laughs> but I looked at it all and and every one of them were robust people, shall we say, and Rubenesque, I, as the French Rubenesque, would say. That's right. Is that the French? Renaissance. That's a polite. That's a polite way of yeah. putting it. Yes, yes. Renaissance people. <laughs> Uh, went, oh. But that's the only That's the significant memory I have the it?
0: You don't even remember Who you <laughs> saw Nope I saw Simon King Opening for a guy named Kelly
1: Taylor Holy mackerel
0: Yeah I don't even think Kelly does comedy anymore hmm. But Simon was an opener At the time uh, He I remember We, we spoke briefly afterwards Because I told him I was a comedian And I said, wow, you're like really fast. <laughs> if you don't know Simon King, he's-
1: Holy mackerel, yeah. He's brilliant. He's a machine gun. Yeah. He
0: said, yeah, I did like 40 minutes in those 20 minutes. 40 yeah, minutes of material yeah. in those 20 minutes.
1: He'll be here on Thursday. What, with, no, it's Friday, is it not? 15th? No, 14th. Thursday, the 14th at the Trench.
2: Yeah, they've got their advertising a little mixed up. There's one that says Thursday the 15th. Oh, and one yeah, of the, okay, one of the ads, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The 15th is Friday. But is there any way we can confirm this? (laughs) I don't know because the (laughs) online advertising, this is what it said. I'll message Simon. (laughs) It's the OK Dope Tour. It's at the Trench Brewing
0: Company. Tickets are probably 20 bucks, I'm going to guess. Probably
2: plus service
0: charge. But it's not just Simon. There's, I think, two other comedians. Yeah, Matt Baker.
1: And I don't know who else. Just, you don't know the name or... I just saw it on my... Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know who the second opener is. Okay. I just <coughs> saw it on my Instagram feed. You're going to go check it out? Um, I hadn't planned on it, but I should because Simon's amazing. No no two shows of his are the same. No. It's, it's incroyable. So this is this is actually going to uh, air after nope. the show's over. When, when is this one airing? Tomorrow. Oops. (laughs) We're not live.
0: So this will, you know, we can advertise the show because you'll have enough time to get down there.
1: Yeah. Simon King, everybody. Thursday or Friday, 14th
2: or 15th. The the producer just put a note on the board to say Thursday night. I can't see it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. That's why I'm I'm telling you. he,
0: He was opening for Kelly, Kelly Taylor. And Kelly was not going over well. Then at one point, but me and my brother were dying laughing. And then at one point, he told a joke, didn't get a laugh, and then he explained the joke. (laughs) And and then everyone was like, ah, everyone laughed at that. And he he goes, Is that what my jokes uh, (laughs) mean? An explanation? And then my brother and I just killed ourselves. That's a gem, even more. I love
1: that. That's awesome. Um, I saw Simon the first time. Uh, headlining at the Cadillac. Wow. Yeah. And Adam Pateman op- opened for him. Oh,
0: I was gonna tap the table. Adam Pateman does this impression of a fire pl- uh like a, a campfire and he He slaps his oh, knees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny.
2: Sounds fun. V- visual humor. Yeah. For radio. <laughs> Works perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Could you not hear that? Could you not yeah. hear me
0: slapping my knees? It was a knee
1: slapper. <laughs> oh, I do one of them for a drag race car. It's much the same. It's kind of, it's kind of like he's tapping his shoulder because you know how they go rum and then broom. anyway. <laughs>
2: I didn't know we were doing sound effects. Show <laughs> I would have come prepared with. Something. You're the sound effect <laughs> guy. <laughs> You're awesome. For those of
1: you who don't know, uh, Mark Wheeler has got an IMDb page, and he's been on. He's he's done voice voice re- acting for. Uh, yes, for so cartoons. of course.
2: Voice acting, you
1: know, it's one of those things. That's right. You see you now. You didn't say that with your hand on your ear, so I can't believe
2: it. Oh, you want, you want one of that's these right, things? Right. Yes, you're going to do the old school broadcaster. Coming up next, another version of this show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the shiznit had <laughs> yes. an amateur night. The winner was flown down to, to New Westminster, Vancouver. They got an opening spot at Laugh Lines, accommodations, and something else. I forget mm-hmm. what else. I entered. I didn't even place third. Or There was like... A Few like seven of us. Oh, wow. I remember uh, I, one Asian guy, he was doing Dave Chappelle's jokes <laughs> about uh, Dave Chappelle's joke about going into a restaurant and experiencing you know how you experience racism and just you don't even get offended, you're just like, damn, that was racism. <laughs> he, he goes, it was something about walking in, and the guy goes, You're gonna have the chicken. All right, <laughs> he's like, uh, What? <laughs> But the, the Asian guy changed it to, to chow mein. Oh, okay. He went into it uh, and he goes, buddy, I knew the second you walked in here, you're going to get to chow mein.
1: <laughs> was it a Chinese food restaurant? I think so. No. <laughs> uh-huh. who, and who else? <laughs> yeah. so, see, that, that doesn't work for an Asian guy because... I mean, well, he, he didn't win. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: but the guy who won, man, I wish I could remember. I think it, I think it was Joey. Joey Berge? Yeah. Because um, I remember David Kopp did a show at the old Heartbreakers Whatever it was before the Heartbreakers It's had like nine or ten different
2: names Yeah Oh yeah, at least
0: And I I shot him an email, asked if I could open for him And he said yes And I, I got a heckler, I got heckled And prior to that I'd only been doing indigenous conferences, indigenous communities So friendly audiences, right? Never been heckled before and it completely rattled me, Hmm. threw me off. I tucked my tail between my legs and and walked off. And then David Kopp went on to do, uh, who's that guy, he's got a cigar in his hand, not Burns. Ron White? Ron White, he was doing Ron White's jokes. Really? Yeah, and I was like, huh, I guess it is okay to steal jokes. (laughs) Really? Because (laughs) I I have a joke, uh, Chris Rock's joke about uh, f- failing First Nations history—he failed Black history. I was like, "I might as well do that," you know, because apparently it's okay.
2: Yeah, it's not. We, no, are, not, we <laughs> all we all just know that. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's not okay yeah. to steal someone else's material,
1: which is really strange because you look at every cover band around. <laughs> you know, that's what they do—they do cover band. Like, but they advertise it as that. They don't yeah. say, "Hey." So why this can't I go be a, be a Seinfeld cover, cover
2: comic?
0: Because it's not Halloween. You, no, well, but okay. you know what I'm saying. What
2: you'd have to do is market yourself that way then. Yeah. Yeah, okay. why not? You don't just show up and do someone else's material. it's, it's, like, it's Halloween. It's, a, it's like, what do you mean? I'm here to do the Seinfeld jokes. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Stealing jokes. What's up with that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, it's, You'd have to advertise that, come in. Can't afford to see Seinfeld, come see me. I'm the bargain basement version. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Mick Seinfeld.
0: <laughs> there was a comedian, there was a, a magician that used to go on David Letterman before he came to CBS. He was on NBC. His name was Kmar. Kmar the magician. Do you know what David Letterman billed him as? Kmart, the discount magician. <laughs> and the, the the magician had no idea what he was referring to. It was so funny. <laughs> Is that Kmart, the discount
1: magician? Uh, uh, okay, Mart. Oh, uh, like a play on words, Kmart. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Huh? Huh? Oh, I want. Yeah, I want. See, that's a, that's so many, so many unfair things between comics and and musicians. I was listening to Seinfeld, or not Seinfeld. Uh, John Stewart, and he goes. He says, the best comic gets less women than the shittiest musician. Language.
2: (laughs) Uh Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's true. true. Also,
1: fewer. (laughs) Fewer and less, yes. I hear you.
2: Anyway. So you're going to need to start doing stand-up with an electric guitar. Yeah, I don't know. Acoustic. guitar. (laughs) Do
0: you have anything coming up in the last two minutes?
1: Minute and a half? Uh, no, nothing, nothing until September. What's in September? Oh, actually, no. I'm I'm going to be in Grand Prairie on the 27th, opening for Ken Valgardson. Valgardson, Valgardson? both of <laughs> them. Yeah, him too. <laughs> Three people on the bill that night. Yes, so that's uh, that's a thing. Okay, Grand Prairie at the thing July 27th. Thingy. Yeah, it's midweek. It's a Wednesday. I know, I know. It's, I know, that it's weird. It's, it's
0: my, my sister's birthday is three weeks after mine. So yours is the... Mine was on a Wednesday. Oh. Okay. So hers is three weeks later on a Wednesday. That's weird, that is weird.
1: Mm-hmm. What, why is that? No idea. Is it a corporate? No idea. It, you no, know, it's at the casino, eight o'clock show, yada, yada, yada. Ticketed? Yep. Yeah. Huh. Yeah.
2: People need to laugh midweek just as much as on the weekends. Just, and especially in Grand Prairie. <laughs> That's debatable But we can talk about it In the next episode
0: (laughs) So this has been The Comedian Stable Here on 93.1 CFIS FM I'm your host Brian Major Tonight my guests were Mark Wheeler Mike McGuire Thank you for listening Listen on Spotify